0: they're also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw room void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus yeah yeah old school that's what i'm talking about listen this ain't for everybody some of y'all need to hear this. Huh. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help the saints understand. Everything you're going through, is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleeper, but a drink. Faith without words is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it It says. He who don't work don't eat. Blackers don't get fed. Huh? Yeah, Jesus said he who puts his hands to the plow looks back to same make fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the just five minutes, and you about ready to quit. I ain't mad at ya, I'm just hitting you with the real. Huh? If you die for me, I was still tripping. Now how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game, this is deep, huh? Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but your study trying to reach, huh? But after him who's able to position your father by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now the point is prophesied way back in the day. sing your hook right here and see if the church. I know we can make
1: The fiery trials the tribe
0: you You say, why you? But you sure say, what would Jesus do? Why are you asking if he ain't trying to do what he's saying? Huh? He told you he was going to have tribulations But you thought he was playing huh? One minute you tell her how good God is And can't nobody beat you talk The next minute you're fight so fast i like like you're moonwalking huh? Oh yeah, I'm bitching to myself Because I ain't no better It ain't like I've been following his every word Obeying it to the letter So we soldiers, we got to remember that Regroup, stay on point hey, Yeah, Bow down, confess, repent, stay humble Let him anoint huh? It ain't easy as I thought it was I'd be lying if I told you that but it's showing up getting better all the time Trust me, that's the fact Ain't nothing we going through that can't be handled. got put that on this tongue. Like they say, you can shout now if you want to Cause the battle's already won So while you're going through the valley, don't even ship You're gonna be on top Crossing the hook, line one more again Just you don't stop I know we can make
2: What's up, everybody? We're going to pump the brakes right there and get this from cracking. We just had to give a minute to Big Boy upstairs. You know, we had to give him his props, you know, because it's a whole bunch of crazy ish going on out there right now. You know what I'm saying? So somebody got to help us, you know, because every time I turn on the news, and I know every time you turn on the news and every time you look around, you see some type of madness going on out there in the world today. But, uh, you know, we ain't going to focus on that, though. You know, we're going to try to do something. You know, add our little part, you know, uh, we're going to speak to you in that international language. You know, the only thing that I know that can elicit emotions all over the world, and that's this music, you know. And that's what we're here to bring to you. And if you don't know, I'm your host, Lamont Patterson, and you listening to, you know, I Am D. you know, where you get to hear all the great independent artists, and they know music first right here today, hump day. You know, and as usual, got a banging show for you today. Got a dynamic artist going to be joining us just a second here. Um, You know, to bless us with all his great stuff and talk to us a little bit about, you know, what he's got going on in his career. So just hang in there right quick, you know, and uh, we're going to be right back.
1: Charlie Starr here, and I always listen to I Am Indy with your host, K Diddy, on Blog Talk Radio. Every Wednesday at 2 p.m., listen from your phone, 347-308-8747, Blog Talk, Kay Diddy. Yeah,
2: having said all of that good stuff. Let me see as our guest with us. Today, we're chatting with Sammy James
3: Strudgen.
2: Hey, man, you're in the building.
3: I am here. It's a, it's a privilege to be on the show.
2: Oh, man, fantastic, man. And thank you for taking time out to join us, man. I mean, can you hear me okay?
3: I can hear you great, man. Coming to you live from Colorado.
2: Oh, Colorado, man. Is it cold up there, man?
3: You know, it, it, it's kinda, it's kind of kind of up and down lately. Some days it's it's really cold, and then some days it seems like a spring day
2: out here. <laughs> well, one thing for sure, boy, it ain't stopping you from making good music. Well, I guess I was cold. But I'd
3: sit up there, boy, and create some
2: dynamite shit too.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's such a beautiful place to. Uh, i mean just draw inspiration to to write music i mean um and in a lot of my songs you'll hear me talk about the mountains or you know just my journey that that led me out here to colorado um i originally came from from mid michigan and uh i mean there it, it, there are very very beautiful parts of michigan but when i when i showed up in colorado and i i I've, I've seen them mountains for the first time i just felt like i was in paradise i've never seen anything like that in my entire life so it was definitely noteworthy and you'll find it in my in my lyrics quite a bit
1: oh great
2: so that well listen did you uh have you always wanted to do music you know you got music in the family did you do music when you was a kid i mean what got you into it
3: so the interesting part is there really isn't a whole lot of music in my family. There's a lot of music lovers in my family. But, um, so what really got me into it, man, uh, ever since I was younger, just, uh, just a little baby, I'd I'd start beating on pots and pans or I'd start, you know, I always had rhythm. Um, and my mom and my dad, they took notice to this, uh, at a young age, and they said, "Man, you know, he really likes to. Maybe he wants to play the drums." So they got me a, a <laughs> little toy, a little toy drum set, and oh man, when I got that thing, I just, I just, it was off to the races. Um, but just a lot of music lovers, you know. I have very, very fond memories of dancing in the kitchen with my mother to Rapper's Delight, and uh, <laughs> you know, just always always banging on the dashboard and and the steering wheel in the car listening to some music and and uh you know hey. it was always encouraged at a young age to uh
2: hey to Sammy Sammy let music. me let me let me get let me give a shout out to your moms too man for the support man cuz a, a lot of parents would have been saying man get out of here with that noise boy i'm trying to get some rest
3: oh Oh man, I gotta I gotta give it to my mama because let me tell you, you know even even in that time where you absolutely suck and you know it, you know you're just you're just making noise. You gotta you gotta start somewhere, you know. She never told me to turn it down not once, not once.
2: Yeah. I got to play
3: my music as loud as I wanted to.
2: Well, shout out moms, you know, for supporting Sammy James. You know, we need more moms to support their kids like that. So much love to you.
3: Oh yeah. Well, so I started I uh, started playing in church. Uh, I played the drums in in church, um, and that got me, you know, a little more comfortable playing in front of people, and you know, just kind of learning a structure. Um, but one of the one of the things that got me just absolutely hooked, um, at a at a young age is my, my grandfather had a record collection that was stacked to the ceiling and he had every kind of music that you could imagine. He had all genres, he was just a music lover. And uh when he when he found out that I was showing interest in music, you know, and I my eyes would light up, you know, when I hear certain songs, certain rhythms, you know, and I'd I'd want to try and mimic mimic those things. He, he got he got just as excited as I was, and he let me look through his record collection, and uh, that was like being a kid in a candy store. And I went through and I went through and I'm digging through all these records, and and I came across um, a Kiss record. It was the Kiss Alive record, and I flipped it over and I saw. Peter Criss and his big gigantic drum set and this big production and my eyes just glowed when I saw this and I was like, ooh, that one, I want to listen to that one, you know, and we put it on and I I swear to you, it it took me about a week to learn rock and roll all night and party every day and (laughs) and go play that in the living room for my mom on the drums and uh, that was, that was a, moment that I'll never forget and that's something that we definitely share because that really started getting me that was like the spark that I needed, you know, just to start getting me getting me really into it. And uh she she's always been such a great um encouragement and and she's always uh pushed me forward no matter what. So I appreciate that.
2: Yeah, that's definitely one of the things. Well, who else? I know you said you picked up a Kiss record. Who else are some of your other influences? I mean, in my some of your big, drummers.
3: Your drummers, since that was your first love, correct? Oh yeah, my first love was definitely the drums. Uh, Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That band, in general, I love uh, music that mixes and and meshes uh different genres together and I, I think that's so important for originality um so definitely uh the red hot chili peppers um i'm a huge fan of old funk like uh george clinton and the parliament funkadelic um that the Mothership connection record uh definitely changed my life <laughs> i uh i i love that one um and then, you know, some of my bigger influences that have, have really stuck with me are just some of the, the singer-songwriters, you know, some of America's greatest songwriters, like James Taylor. Um, he he's a fan of James Taylor, and I think he has the most soothing voice I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> if I'm down, you can bet I'm going to go sit and listen to James Taylor. Um, I've always been... Uh, a, a huge fan of like self-made artists, you know, people who, who can play every instrument and can, you know, go into the studio and, and if they can put their hands on it, they can make music with it. Like Prince, huge Prince fan. Right. I just, just knowing what he was capable of, you know, in the studio is, is really incredible to me. Um, Guys like uh, Kid Rock, for instance, he can hop on every instrument. Huge influence. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I love people who, who have a, have a vision and can, can, you know, not, not feel limited. You know, they can, they can kind of go in and, and just, just do it. I think that's what, what led me to kind of step out on my own and want to learn all these different instruments and, uh, be able to, to expand and write and grow and, uh, not be, you know, just stuck behind the drum kit as much as I, I've always loved it.
2: Well, I mean, to me, that's the the sure test of an artist. I mean, if, if, if you're a multi-instrumentalist and a writer and you got your stage performance together, I mean, um, I mean, that's pretty much all of it. And like you mentioned, uh, with uh, you know, Prince and you know, there there's several I know Michael was a great, you know, songwriter and a performer, but you know, I, I never really known about him having the uh, playing any instruments, let me say that. You know, he, he, he mm-hmm. missed that part. You know what I mean? Um, you know, like Stevie Wonder, for instance, let me use him. You know, Stevie's a multi instrumentalist and a great, and, you know, a great performer, songwriter. You know.
3: Um, oh yeah, I oh, love, few, love yeah, there's,
2: yeah, there's very few many people that could, uh, you know, ride in the, you know, the seat with Prince in terms of uh, his musicianship, his writing, his creativity, and performance.
3: Oh yeah, he he, he was a, he was a total package for sure, and um, I mean just. Just a huge, huge inspiration, and should be a huge inspiration for for many artists. Um, I'm proud to say that I was born in the same town as Stevie Wonder, actually, Saginaw, Michigan.
2: Yeah, like great, some great musicians come come out of there.
3: Oh yeah, definitely grew up uh, listening to Motown and uh, all the all the great rock and roll artists that came out of Detroit, of course. Um, and the music scene in Michigan was so nurturing for me when I when I first got, you know, out and playing with various bands and and just um musicians in the scene. Um there was such a wide variety of of music. I started playing in a blues band when I was very young, I was I was. That's what just I that, that, age. Was,
2: that was going to be that was going to be my next question, uh, Sammy. Was uh, how were you when you you know first got out there first start playing?
3: So when I when I first got out there and started playing, I was about 15 years old, and uh, I started playing with a blues band in downtown Bay City, Michigan. And we would just do uh, some blues covers and some originals. Um, And I was obviously the youngest person in the band, and, you know, everybody had to put X's on my hands to even get me into any of the venues. (laughs) But, but yeah, that was kind of my first, uh, you know, just kind of getting out there uh, other than playing in church. then i uh i met some of the the just the, the two most amazing friends and musicians that that i could ever describe um in my life uh, i met a guy named Cody Desino and Joe Gillard and we uh formed a band in high school Called Frockus, and Frokus is a jumbled-up word that means funk rock us, and it was spelled F R O K U S. And our first performance was at a at a show called the Big Show at our high school, Bay City Central High School, and we played in the cafeteria for everybody, and that was that was really my first like show with a band that I had put together and it was uh it was kind of it, it was kind of a memorable moment you know it, it was one of those where in no way shape or form was it perfect but it was something that I'll never forget because it was my first time that this is something that me and my buddies had created and we're going to go out and we're going to show them what we do you know and I I'm were, you ner- were you
2: nervous were you nervous
3: Oh, I was absolutely nervous. You know, if you're not nervous, <laughs> then you don't care, right? <laughs> right. Actually, we were so nervous. We were so nervous that my guitar player, he couldn't even face the audience. He had to, he put his, his his effects pedals facing me and he played, you know, basically to me the whole time. That's how nervous we were.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Funny.
3: But you know what? We got through it and we grew. And you know that band, that band will always mean so so much to me because uh, that was that was where I cut my teeth with that band, you know. And I've I've, I've taken on many roles within that group of musicians um, over the years. And um, actually, that that band took me from Bay City, Michigan to to Colorado. I actually moved out here to Colorado with those guys, those those same guys from high school. So we uh we kinda went on that that journey together. Um but you know we played all over town. Um we had a pretty decent following at, at that time. Uh we were playing funky rock music, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of that style going around so we were something a little bit different. Um, and you know, I was playing all the all the bars and all the clubs at 17 years old, <laughs> getting in everywhere as long as I had my shoes <laughs> and my stamps on my hand. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it was it was a it was just a, a really great time of uh, exploration and um, just learning how to play in front of an audience. And the, and the more the more that you you do that the more comfortable you get and you know how to get those pops out of the crowd and you know how to connect with an audience. And um, I definitely feel like over the years, um, you know, even though I was back on them drums, you know, the drum is always in the back. I always wanted to step up and be that, be that guy, you know, who who stepped up to to the front of the stage, you know, I always had that always had that vision.
2: I'm I'm laughing with you, Sammy, because it sounds like somebody else I know. I remember because my initial instrument was a saxophone, right? But in 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 my in my era you know, um, we just had Cold Train and some of those other jazz cats, man. But I didn't really mm-hmm. want to just be back there in the back on a on a horn, cause I mean it was cool, but it wasn't as cool as being up front on the mic. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah. so I feel you.
3: Oh yeah, no, I I I definitely feel that too. It's it's definitely it's an it's an itch. And, and you know you can do everything you can from back there to make yourself, you know, make people notice you. Um, but there ain't there ain't nothing like working a crowd over, you know, and just being able to connect with them and be on be on the mic. Um, so yep. I I definitely feel that. And uh, yep. that was that was a huge huge motivation uh, to to start branching off and start uh, just picking up other instruments and, you know, I, I always wrote so much. I would be ashamed if it just, if it stopped there.
2: What is uh what is your favorite instrument or is it such a thing?
3: Um, you know, that's a, that's a tough question because I, I mean, my first love was, was the drums and the percussion and the, the rhythm, oh man, if in terms of playing or in terms of uh of listening like what what i'm what I'm really feeling when I'm listening to the song do uh,
2: do you i mean do when you're writing your stuff i mean i mean do you do that you know with your drums or do you use your guitar
3: so uh when i'm when I'm writing my stuff, a lot of the times um to be honest there's there's no musical instruments involved at the at the beginning i i actually uh may maybe kind of unorthodox but i write lyrics first and it, it may sound strange but i kind of compose what i want in my head first so i'll i'll mm-hmm. i'll write a phrase and then i'll kind of get this melody in my head and then I'll take that to the guitar and I'll mimic what I heard in my head on the guitar. Um, so that's, you know, and sometimes you get lucky and you're just sitting down with your guitar and, or the piano or the drums and, you know, you come up with something and everything comes all together. But, um, generally it starts out for me, um, with the lyrics I'll I'll kind of um I'll hear something and then I'll I'll mimic that on the on the guitar um and for writing purposes it's usually either the guitar or the piano one of the two
2: I wouldn't say that's crazy that's just part of your writing process you know and a lot of people you know they approach it um you know from different angles, but I guess the main thing is that you get there.
3: Uh, definitely. You know, uh, I'm one of those people uh, who, it, it's it's how I express myself best. Like, I could send you uh, a list of songs to listen to and, and that list of songs would be like a conversation that I'm I'm trying to have with you because I I that's that's how I hear things and I, I like you said at the beginning of the show it um music is such a universal language um I feel like everybody can feel that and everybody can take something from that and you know it it's just how I express myself best and it's the greatest outlet that that I I could imagine um so I'm constantly writing lyrics. I'm constantly drawing inspiration from things. Um, I can write about just about anything. And I've, I usually uh, pull out my phone and my notes are just completely full of of just song lyrics. I've got so many song lyrics that um, don't even have music to them yet. They're just there, you know, for a rainy day, and I can always go back and pull from them. And um, it's just something that uh, I feel like I've I've definitely been gifted with. But also, it's it's such a blessing because um, if if I didn't write all this stuff down, and if I didn't create, and if I didn't put these things into my music, I feel like I would literally explode. <laughs> I feel like my <laughs> right. mind would be like on overload.
2: That's definitely understandable, man. Well, Sammy James, we got we got uh, some of your music queued up here for our listeners to put their ears on it. We um, got, uh, got what it. is it, rhythm to rhythm?
3: Rhythm to my rhythm, yes, sir.
2: Yeah, tell us about that process before we let our listeners hear it. How did what was that? Uh, How did you put that one together?
3: So rhythm to my rhythm, that's a song that I wanted to do um kind of an acoustic hip hop uh mashup and and that song um just it, it's talking about um, when you have a have a connection with somebody, you know, can you be the rhythm to my rhythm and the feet to my beat? weaving in and out of every pattern I repeat. And if I cry you be sweet. And you cry I be sweet. You know, um it it's just uh it's a song about connection and it's and it's talking about um how just just how how I go about things, you know, I put my best foot forward and I uh I just I just love to to make music and um, it's comparing making music in that, in that harmony uh, to, you know, another person. And it's kind of meshing those things together. But uh, the process of that song um, started on the, the acoustic. Um, I didn't know if it was going to, you know, be more of a hip hop song or if I was going to try and do it with a full band. Or or what? But it, in the studio, I mean, it was just me in the studio playing all these instruments, and I, uh, yeah, it it ended up kind of being a, a mashup, um, between the acoustic and you know that hip hop beat in the background. Very very fun song right. to perform live.
2: <laughs> okay, well listen to everybody. Sammy James Studgeon right here, and we're gonna play rhythm to my rhythm, you know. Put your ears on this. Here we go.
1: Could you compliment the passion that runs through my veins? Could you make my heart beat harder? Could you be the two to my four? Rhythm in the feet to my beat. Weaving in and out of any patterns I repeat. And if I cry, you be sweet. You cry, I be sweet. Well, I got my shoes tied up, I'm ready to go I gotta hit the streets running Cause tonight I got a show and I'm a drummer by trade, But that ain't how I get paid The money don't mean nothing to me anyway I'm dedicated to the sticks But also like to pick and I ain't the greatest singer But hey, don't be a prick, just be the rhythm to my rhythm And the beat to my beat Weaving in and out of any patterns I repeat And if I cry, you be sweet You cry, I be sweet Everybody sing Whoa, whoa Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, everybody sing, whoa, 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 oh, oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, just a long-haired drummer with a guitar and a voice Picked them all up, couldn't make a choice And yo, I headed out here to Colorado Just another dream that I had to follow Filled me up, straight from hollow Living that, let live, yo, that's my motto Be the rhythm to my rhythm and the beat to my beat Weaving in and out of any patterns I repeat And if I cry, you be sweet You cry, I be sweet
2: Sammy James, yeah, man, we definitely feel that one, man. It was saying something.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely covers a lot of different areas. I definitely talk about how I'm a drummer by trade, but that that ain't how I get paid. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you know, just just um, coming from drums to drums, man, and uh, you know, coming out to Colorado and. And just searching for new horizons and um I mean, yes, yeah, definitely a song about about connection, whether it be a significant other or w- whether it be just musicians that you can uh, connect with and 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 mesh with and and have that uh that chemistry um so that's that's pretty much what that song is about.
2: But well, it was definitely a fun song, and, you know, I definitely like the feel of it, you know what I mean? And that's the first thing, man. If you like Thank the you. groove, you like the feel of the song, then to me that's what catches anybody. If you like the groove, the feel of the song, and you get that head bobbing a little bit, then you know they're going to receive your lyrics. They're going to hear your message then. But if they standing there looking at you like crazy and that your music is not resonating with them, then they're not going to care what you're talking about.
3: Oh, Oh, most definitely, most definitely. And you know what I love? You know what I I love when you have those moments where maybe you're, because I've been in this position where I've been booked at a show where my genre does not match up with any other genre on this show. So the audience might be polar opposite, there to see some completely opposite style of music of mine. But when I can reach those people and I can get their heads bobbing and I can, you know, get them to feel it. I mean that's a really satisfying moment. And and it's it's amazing when you can make music that can appeal to multiple generations, um, multiple uh music you know, just just a wide variety of music lovers, you know, and I just I feel like I've never wanted to be limited to one style or one particular genre because um, I love I love right. so much music man and I just feel like I feel like I have a song for for everybody I can I can have a song for everybody so if you're listening to this I got a song for you no matter what kind of music you're into I promise <laughs>
2: That's beautiful. What you think about uh what you think about the Motley crew?
3: Did you see their movie? Milo of the dirt? Uh that yeah, yeah I, I did see that movie. That that is uh <laughs> that's a wild ride. Oh man.
1: They uh, they
3: they lived that rock star life to the fullest, I suppose. Um but you know, they um they were in that time where it was all about uh, sex, drugs, and and rock and roll, and you know the the music talked about it, and uh, the movie described it in perfection. I think I think it was yeah. I and I'm glad they all lived long enough to to be able to put out that movie and tell the <laughs> story. You know. <laughs> you, you know? <laughs>
2: Uh man, listen, well, uh, I have a very good friend, you know, and, and he's still crazy as hell and you probably know him. His name is Vince Neal.
3: Oh yeah, wow. <clears throat> and
2: and he and he's still crazy as hell, but you know he's fine and um it's like um I mean, like I said, it's just a blessing, man, to the guy is full of so much uh history you know, in, in regards to the music business, uh, you know, from his time moving forward, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's uh it's an honor just to hear him talk.
3: Oh yeah, he can he can share the the do's and the don'ts, I'm I'm sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that's everything though. I mean, a map is everything. What I mean what what is more important than having a map? You know, all you gotta do is follow the map because it tells you where to go, and it also tells you where not to go.
3: Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I'm sure he's he's got a billion stories that he could share that uh that would you know help any uh any young musician going out out on the road kind of learn what to do and what not to do, what to get involved with it with and what to kind of stay away from. But yet he can share stories that are are, you know, at this point more than anything, very entertaining, I'm sure. He can he can just entertain oh, you with all of his his stories for sure. But I love reading yes. those uh autobiographies of those those rock stars who tell the story of their lives and you know, it's 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 always so interesting. You know, especially in the, in the in the '80s. You know, all this all the crazy stuff that was was happening, and just I mean those big big shows and um, just the extravagant lifestyles that yeah. that they lived.
2: You know, it was a different it was a different time. Sammy James, you know what I mean? The music, because. I mean, going back to, um, you know, even doing the music, you know, before the Internet got big, you know, and uh, we start having to email stuff and, you know, MP3s, you know, just the music business was a whole lot different than than it is today. I mean, today, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with the Internet, you know, a lot of people could present their music, to the masses without going through, you know, major record companies like they did in the past. So I think that's that's good in one way, and I think it's bad in another. Um, because like the industry is flooded with with so much music, and it seems like kind of good and great artists kind of get lost in there um, unless you have a really strong team, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Because a lot of a lot of the industry, a lot of major labels now, um, they don't really go out to clubs like like they used to do back in the day and the A and R departments is not really working like they used but like they used to back in the day. Now they just look at how many hits you got, how many likes you got, uh your social networking presence.
3: That that's absolutely and it's, true. And if
2: you got enough numbers Oh yeah, then they they'll might listen to you. Then you know what I'm saying. So it, it's 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 just a whole different way that the the music business is working right now. And uh, it's it's I, I would I would tell all artists ones that I've talked to and come in contact with, you know, good is. This is the music business. This is not the music play, you know? It's the music business. Mm-hmm. It's not the music play. So it, it's important at first you, you learn your craft, but you also have to know what's going on out there. If you can have the greatest song in the world, but if don't nobody hear it, it don't mean nothing.
3: That's true. You got to keep up on, you know, what are what are people listening to right now as well.
2: <laughs> exactly. Because I hear artists say that all the time. You'll ask them that. That same question, Sammy. Uh, uh, what artists do you listen to? I mean, is there anybody out there that you resonate with, that you connect with, that, that? I mean, anybody? Oh, no, I just listen to my own stuff. You know, I just do my own thing. Well, who are you making music for? I mean, that's great. If you're just making it for yourself, then that's fine. But – you kind of got to open yourself up too, because it's a big world out there.
3: Oh, absolutely. I mean, and and like when I when I broke out on my own, I made that a mission of mine, you know, to listen to some of these hot artists out there right now. Um, one that stood out to me and was a major major influence in in my writing process was uh, Ed Sheeran. You know, and if I told the, you know, eighteen year old me, you know what, you're gonna be really, really into a guy like Ed Sheeran, you know, later. I've would been like, No way, you know, there's no way I was gonna be listening to Ed Sheeran. <laughs> right. But but you know what? I found out that this these these artists, um, when when you break it down these artists like Ed Sheeran, when they're in the songwriting process, it's no different than than when I'm in the songwriting process. You know, we get in the studio and it becomes this this production afterwards. But you know what? At the beginning, it's just him and a guitar and a pen. You know, and and that's and that's how it starts. You know, that's how it starts with with a, a lot of major artists. And um. You know the the finished product, yes, needs to appeal to to the masses, and it needs to be something that that's big and that some that people are gonna want to listen to and you know really sink their teeth into. Because I understand that in the digital age that we are in right now, it's a sea of musicians and artists that want to be heard, and it, I mean they really All are right. kind of crunching crunching the numbers, and it's not like it. It used to be you can go on YouTube and you can you can you know listen to your favorite artist or you can listen to an upcoming artist back in the day. I hear stories of you didn't know- you know you didn't have a visual or any experience of what this artist sounded like live unless you went to the concert you know you could listen to the record, but you had no visuals um and now it's just like you're flooded with all of this social media and, and visuals, and you can, you know, you've got the, every artist at your fingertips that, that you could ever, you could ever want. So, I mean, it is kind of an overload and it's uh, definitely hard to break into it. Um, but I mean, it it doesn't take away from the passion that, you know, myself and, many other artists have to, to, you know, put our best foot forward and just try and, and get in there. You know what I mean?
2: Right. No, I definitely agree with that part. You know, I definitely yeah. agree with that part. Yeah. It's just, um, just something that, you know, once you get hit by that entertainment bug, you just kind of like there, you know?
3: Oh Yeah. Yeah, first time. Mix, uh, yes, sir. Go, no,
2: go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off.
3: Oh, I was going to say the first time you uh you get a positive reaction out of an audience, um you're you're hooked. <laughs> you're definitely hooked. I I'm,
2: I'm, Hey, look, I'm sure that was back in your junior high high school days that first place you and your band played that first show after that particular show How great did you feel?
3: I felt so incredible, and,
2: you
1: know, (laughs) a
3: big, huge part of that is one of the songs, I had a big drum solo, so I even got to do a drum solo. (laughs) 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 Got to show off a little bit, you know?
2: Yeah, you said like I know you was kicking and talking. About, yeah, I'm here now. And then when you looked at oh. looked around at the audience and seeing that they was really feeling what you were doing, and then I know your chest got stuck out. And then after the show, all the little people around, there, yeah, that's the guy that was playing the drums.
3: <laughs> that's usually how it how it goes, man. Um, but yeah, it was it was a you never you never forget your first your first real show. Um and you know, I, I, I've gotten to do some pretty amazing things so far, um, with with multiple bands, um, multiple artists. Um you know, I put out this album called Resistance in two thousand nineteen and I stepped out on my own to to do this this solo project, and you know it's the mo- one of the most fulfilling things I think it, to to just pour myself into into this music, and to step out on a stage, and you know with with my guitar and these songs that some of these songs, man, I've had the lyrics for them since I've been in high school, you know, and they're they're coming out. And I'm able to share them with people, and um, you know, it, it's it's one of the most fulfilling things musically I think I've ever I've ever done. Um, I've I've just gotten to do some some pretty amazing things. I played the Oriental Theater in Denver over the summer, and I walked out and I had to kind of take a breath for a moment. It's such a beautiful theater, and you know, you look out at these people. And you you just have to take a breath for a minute and just soak in the moment. And, you know, that's right. how I felt back at that first show. You know what I mean? That That's that feeling that you get addicted to. Um, that, that adrenaline rush. People. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Hey, well,
2: Sammy, we have resistance queued up here for you, man. So we're going to let our listeners put their ears on this and we gonna be back and chop it up with you. So everybody, let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ears on this. This is Sammy James Strouden right here with Resistance.
1: Your girl, Miss Dramaganza, mm-hmm, check. Lip gloss, check. Mascara, check. I am Indy with the homie K-Bitty, check, check. You listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby, and I love you for it. Mwah.
2: Yeah, and we back with Sammy James doing his thing right here on I Am Indy. Did you play everything on that song? Yes,
3: sir. Yes, sir. From the drums, there's. From the drums to the bass, I had electric guitar and I had acoustic guitar, and every every bit of it, even the backing harmonies. Um, that song was the second song that I recorded on the record, and for some reason, because that just started out on the on the guitar, and when I got in the studio and I started picking up all these different instruments and, you know, putting the song together, it all kind of came together at once. And I I remember just being so excited about it and feeling like it was, it was really special because I wanted that song to kind of hone in on my entire journey that brought me to this point in time that I am, I'm in right now, you know, uh, all the way from, from Michigan to Colorado and it's kind of a build-up song starting out thinking about mountains I could move and then by the end of it feeling like an entirely brand new person and just making a completely brand new start so it really encompasses a lot of just what I wanted to say on on the record you know just right out the gate what I wanted people to you know, the vibe pe- that I wanted people to get. From. Right.
2: Well, I could feel, I can feel that because it felt kind of airy, like, you know, kind of, um, kind of airy, kind of good ride music, you know, you know, with the top down kind of thing, you know what I mean?
3: Oh, it, yeah.
2: Uh, it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. You definitely could put, put that on and, and cruise with
3: it. Yeah. yeah thank you. I mean, that was definitely the, the idea very very kind of chill makes you feel like you're floating a little bit
2: yeah 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 i i definitely got that hey well man listen man we got like three and a half minutes left on the show time be flying but i got laugh here man i want to play a little bit of that man then i want to get right back with you so you can tell everybody where to go get your music and stuff yes sir All right, just laugh, everybody. Put your ears on this one really quickly. I appreciate you. Love you
1: much.
2: James just wanted to get a little bit of that within it, man. But we got like a minute and a half left, man. And I'm sorry, man. Time flies when you're having fun.
3: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I wanna you know, thank y'all for just the opportunity to be on this show and the exposure. It means the absolute world to me. And I hope this isn't the first the last time that I that I hear from y'all. Uh everybody, definitely check out my album Resistance. You can stream it live on On Reverb Nation, you can stream it live on Facebook and YouTube. It will be available for purchase very, very soon on iTunes, and you will be able to stream it on Spotify very, very soon. So look out for that. Uh, My next show is at Maddie's Beer Garden in Castle Rock, Colorado. And I want to shout out to a couple of people my dad is, is listening. Dad, I love you so much. Thank you for all the support and love. My mom, I love you so much. Thank you for all the support through all these years. My girlfriend, Angela, is listening. I love you all. Um, and just thank you uh, for the opportunity. And to all the listeners, I'm, I'm coming. 2020 is going to be a big year. I'm writing lots more music, and I got much more love and music to share with you.
2: All right, man, Sammy, dang, stretching, y'all. Pay attention, guys doing great things. We'll be back next week, same time. And if you miss any parts of the show, it'll be available worldwide in about 20 seconds. So if you didn't hear it, ask your mama, ask your daddy, ask the milkman, ask the garden across the street where you can hear the show. So you ain't got no excuse. Right? (laughs) That's right. I am Andy. That's it. You can get it at worldmovement.com or wherever, ever, 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 ever you get your music from. Like I said, it ain't no excuse. Check us out. Peace.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Oh.